if you guys are really us, what number are we thinking of? 69, dudes! <sighs> that was a fast 16 months of intensive guitar training, dude. Yeah! Except for that two-week medieval honeymoon. Sam Demas! Yeah. I want to introduce you to a little friend of mine. This is little Ted. Hello, little Ted! And this is little Bill. Hello, little Bill! All right. Now, for the rest of our band. Ted. Unconga and bongos! Proof positive that you can't tell a book by its cover. The dude who can make one word mean anything, Station! <laughs> our backup dancers, Station's most bodacious creations, the good robot Usain! <laughs> And over here, our bass player, the Duke of Spook, the Doc of Shock, the man with no tan, please say hello to death himself, the Grim Reaper! You might be a king or a little street sweeper, but sooner or later you dance with the Reaper. <laughs> Show business. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've been to the past. We've been to the future. We've been all around the afterlife. And you know, Ted, the best place to be is here. The best time to be is now. And all we can say is... Let's rock! What? Well, I work my fingers to the bone. I never get to go home. This is my ever-wanted life manifest destiny. Well, I work my fingers to the bone. I never get to go home. This is my ever-wanted life manifest destiny. Damn, I destroyed myself, but... You contributed, I distorted myself, but you helped, I distorted myself, but you contributed, I distorted myself. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Local Earshot Podcast. We have been ghosted again. Un same rules apply. Not even going to shout them out. Um, I don't wish any ill will towards them. Um, I hope they're still able to eat, but uh, they don't have a seat at my table currently. So, Jonathan Grissom, More Bands Media. How you doing, buddy? What's up? What the fuck are we going to talk about today? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Well, I, I, you know, I, I, was, I was thinking, 
you know, we've, we've been doing this thing in kind of whole hog and, and, um, unless people go back to the very, very, very beginning episodes, they don't really probably know too much about kind of what we're doing as far as our individual stuff. So, um, and if they do go back to the very, very first episodes, I don't recommend it because, uh, we, I mean, we say we don't know what we're doing now, but you go back to those first episodes and it's really apparent. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I figured we just kind of catch people up on and our, our things and, and then, kind of just highlight kind of the changes that we've seen over the last year and a half or so since doing this thing. And, um, a little backstory on us, basically, um, uh, Jonathan and me met through a mutual friend, Wilson, uh, McDonald, who does, what's the name of his, uh, crooked sunset or awkward, awkward sunset, awkward sunset. It's a media production type deal. And, uh, he's done a lot of video and audio work and I got to talking to him and, and we connected up, and uh, Jonathan runs More Bands Media. It's a network and a website. Um, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about it, and then kind of tell us how it's kind of changed through COVID, and especially since uh, since this local earshot thing got going. Basically, the idea behind morebands.com uh, came from there is a platform out there that people can install, and it's the one I'm kind of using to you know build the site and everything, but... Um, so it's easily findable. So if someone wants to beat me to it, they could build a website. But I don't see nobody doing it. Nah. It's been, I've been I've been uh, part of that software company's like stuff since like 2006. Well, it seems like so. um, the the format, and I've actually had people ask me, but I don't know enough about it, so I don't really tell them anything. It, it's there's kind of a hunger for what MySpace kind of or parts of what MySpace used to Im- utilize that have kind of been lost in the social media, you know, I guess the big three, big four. Uh And it's like some of those things people really, really liked. And as far as building a website or or starting that type of online network, what are some of the things you either reach back or reach kind of with what's current to to kind of make your own thing? Uh, A lot of the simple things that people look for in like a website for music is uh, an events page, you know, something that you can actually search and look up your state and show exactly what's going on at that moment. But like, and you can look up every single band and what's popular in that area for bands and stuff uh, because everything will be a rating system. So the fans actually control the, uh, you know, what, uh, order the music comes in yeah so the you know and a lot of times the, the what happens in the in the normal industry is uh pop and hip-hop kind of dominate but a lot of times the rock yeah. some rock music is actually higher up on the totem pole but it never hits the list because they they control and manipulate certain things in the industry uh but i mean yeah it's just it's just to make it more similar to that like the profile stuff uh, back in myspace days you know you had you you had Unlimited friends, which on Facebook you only can have five hundred, yeah. um, no, five thousand, five thousand, yeah. um, and uh, and so like there was always a limit on that, and so like uh, a lot of band pages that uh, they had a directory on MySpace that had like ABCs of every single artist that was on the site, so you could go through and you could actually look at it by state, by you know whatever, and just find the artist. A lot of people looking back don't really remember that you know these in, these social media sites started as like very restrictive you know in facebook you had to be in college in myspace it was started as a band or an entertainer kind of uh-huh. thing how to get your local band out or whatever and it and then everything became what it is now but um as far as building a, a network 
strictly for music in in Oklahoma. Like, what have you seen um, change since those days that are like you're able to capitalize on now, especially coming out of COVID with everything starting to pop with festivals and all this? It's almost like an overabundance of shit going on. So how does that fit in with like the digital world and and trying to do that on the on the more band side of things? It's like you go from uh, famine to to feast now, <laughs> right? I kind of been working with um, a guy JD to do like photography and everything. Shout out JD Scott. Yeah, and so uh, so we uh, we have an agreement um, with more bands media and uh, with him to like just basically give us content and then we kind of advertise his work because he he can put out there that he does events and stuff like that which means he's going to make more money probably off the fold than i do you know that's i mean that's really the idea right is just let's just and trying to get as many people from the not just music but live entertainment entertainment that world yeah yeah Um, jd's a good dude uh i forgot what episode he's on but you can check him out on one of our episodes (laughs) yeah and then i mean you know uh flyers are coming back that that that's pretty crazy street teams yeah street teams which uh which I was I was part of a few street teams whenever I was uh, when I was in my teen years. So I mean it's it's fun to go out and just paper cars with with flyers and everything. But that that's starting to come back. Uh, a lot of venues they're not having trouble finding like artists to play. You know. Well, so. and and um, that's something uh, we've heard just through the local earshot is uh, pr- uh, con- contrary to like the the stock market and that other world in the music world it's not really a seller's market right now it's actually more of a buyer's market because everybody wants to go see a show covid's on the on the backslide of that and i'm hearing um, uh, a lot of uh we'll say predatory agreements towards artists through smaller venues is uh-huh. that fair to say yeah i guess we'll take a pause for the cause how about uh-huh. that pardon me everybody pardon us we uh uh, forgot completely about the noon alarms, but as an Okie who's been in a handful of tornadoes at this point, not even mad, you know, I'm glad they work. <laughs> right. Every, what is it? Every, uh, every Saturday you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. They're, they're still working, still working. So that's good. Well, actually you go outside and you look up first and you're like, all right, sun's shining. So that's just a test. All right, cool. I'm down. <laughs> Uh, so uh, you know, catch people back up with you know more bands. Um, is I guess fair to say it's it's more on the promotions uh, side of things, and that's what a lot of people don't really. I guess man on the street might not understand is how much really goes into live entertainment. Whether mm-hmm. you're talking comedian, a big dance, Cirque du Soleil type thing, or even just a band, um, a lot of stuff goes into getting five people up on stage you know and um that's that's more where where jonathan's coming in with more bands media and that the uh, www.morebands.com is that up and running or still got a little bit to go still got some work still got a little Um, bit yeah but you can sign up you can go subscribe and then uh, we'll notify you whenever it gets going yeah so um uh, my thing is um i don't know i've been trying to formulate this thing for a couple of years now it's it started a long time ago with trying to build a telecaster and um uh, i called it the 13th step tone solutions mostly because there's 12 steps in the musical scale right so it's like you know the 13th step is kind of that extra that whatever it is that yeah 
the player, the whatever, you know, whatever, whatever it is. So I, I had a, I think it's a cool name. It's maybe not so great for alcoholics in the house, but I mean, but Hey, that's kind of where I got the name too. Cause I was drinking like a fish and I was like, there's 12 steps. What's the 13th, the, the liquor store. Nobody gets the humor in that, but I thought it was funny. Um, but I, I couldn't ever formulate what the fuck I want to do. Tone solutions. Like you have to make something that's, that, you know, affects tone and at the time. I didn't know anything, so I had to go to electrical tech school. And then I started learning. And I'm like, fuck, I can do this. So I built a guitar. I didn't really like it. Um, shout out to Jordan and the boys in the Evils. I did, I did finish it, even though I didn't really enjoy the process. But started building amps. I like that. I like the electrical stuff. But that's very, very expensive. I don't have a lot of capital to get going with anything. So my partner business partner in the 13th step uh brian wofford he's been on the show a few times um we've just been smoking a shitload of weed and trying to come up with an idea <laughs> and uh it's it's kind of come down to uh well i mean if we're gonna have a, a tone solutions i guess the first where the rubber meets the road would either be the strings themselves or the pickups on an electric guitar so <clears throat> i decided we're gonna start whining pickups that's what we're gonna do and um i'm not i don't know when we'll have a product available we're gonna you know get everything set up and run some r&d first until we have something that is original enough to uh sell and uh sounds cool enough that we can sell (laughs) so so there's some r&d in my future that's what i'm saying that's all i'm trying to get out so um once we do that, I'm going to zone in on making a flagship product, a flagship pickup, and I'm going to try and sell the shit out of that and then go from there. I mean, it's just, I don't know. All we're doing is moving electrons around. I guess it can't be that bad. But uh, I don't know. The, the whole idea, like like uh, more bands, how long have you have, How long have you done more bands? That's That's been established for a while, right? Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> When whenever I uh well, whenever I was in high school and stuff, uh, it was like right after about two thousand four, two thousand five. So you're um, you're over fifteen years into yeah. That. And I mean, well, yeah. When you're talking like way 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 back, yeah, um, yeah, two thousand five. So it was like um, we we were sitting in a uh, IHOP and. We were just talking about like some of the directories that we had, like we had Oklahoma Rocks and stuff like that. And so then I I did this one project that was called OnlineFate.net, right? It was like an idea of like your your online life is fate, you know, like you, you find your fate, whatever. Right. And uh, kind of corny, but then like um, I I went to a uh, show at the um, the Green Door, right? Shout out to Reggie, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, and I had a bunch of flyers in my hand, and they all tied to the website. What we did was was that we created a directory off of like all the bands and stuff, and we just pulled from those sites. So we had, you know, like not only Oklahoma Rocks directory, but we had like other directories feeding in, so it'd feed back to their sites, and you just click the link and go to their site because we were just taking the links, right? right? And uh, and so. Uh, we did that from multiple sites and everything, and so we just like threw up some flyers and stuff in the middle of uh, of the um, what do you call it green door, and they hit the ground, and all these people were like, "What the hell?" And they all started grabbing these flyers, and 
They uh, and so they took the flyers and it's like and, the ultimate aggressive street team move, by the way. Oh, it, yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's one of those like I wonder what will happen if I just throw this in a mosh pit, you know, people and then people just are like, what are these, you know, like it's raining on them. It worked uh, though, did and, it not? Yeah, I mean that one night uh, back in you're talking that time frame, it, it, there was no like online like oh you just search out and you pay money and you get this many people to see your stuff. Like literally, if on a local level, it I mean almost like there was hundreds of like of, of incoming like things to the website. <laughs> and, uh, and so like, I was like, Oh man, that's really cool. But at the time I was working at, um, big lots and I was working in furniture and, uh, and then I tried to, uh, like, I think it was like right after I came back from being in college, my first time when I dropped out and, uh, cause I was in, um, uh, it like, you know, computer stuff. And so like, um, uh, Whenever I came back uh, to Oklahoma City, I was like broke. I was I was sleeping on like a in a garage on a couch, and so I my buddy was like, "Hey, I'm going to go talk to a recruiter," and I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll go." And so I I went and um, rode with them, and we went over to the Air Force recruiter, and you know, a couple months later, I was I was on a plane going to you know basic training in in Dallas or not not Dallas in uh. San Antonio, and then uh, then stationed in Germany, and then stationed in Idaho. That whole time, I was working on more bands. Like, but it, the thing was, was that because of the job and the requirements right. and all that kind of stuff, the military. Now so when did it when it. did it come into fruition? As far as like uh, uh, on paper, like this is a this is what this is an entity. So that was like my college time frame. So like whenever I was in business school and stuff, I was learning how to write business plans and all that. And so I actually wrote up a business plan of what. So that's it is. that's where I'm at like right now with my process. I haven't I haven't made anything official yet. It's just I'm kind of still trying to figure out how everything stacks up and and where the rubber meets the road. This whole the whole idea of bringing an idea to fruition is is it's not easy. No. It's a very, very long process, and um, I'm curious with with the more bands thing. Like you, you've gone through periods of activity and inactivity. I'm sure where it's like a wave, basically. You know, you come up, everything's great, and then it's like you hit a period where it's like the ideas aren't coming, the the work's not coming. It's just like it deflates completely, and then right when you're thinking, why the fuck am I even still doing this? Something a gig comes along and mm-hmm. it, it keeps you strung along just a little bit, yeah, yeah. a little bit longer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it, that that's kind of what happens is that with 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 business people and and you know I got a lot of uh, business groups. They do one uh, the entrepreneurial group in Oklahoma City. It's uh, every third or uh, every third or fourth uh, Tuesday. Um, might be wrong, uh, but you look it up. Entrepreneurial group. Um, uh, my uh, sister and her husband run that. If you're if you're like a person that's in business and stuff, and you want to know more about the industry in Oklahoma and actually understand our economy here, then go to those groups, those entrepreneurial groups. Those are small business owners and stuff. But you learn a lot from those people because they trial and error. You know, a lot of it is, and you want to try to avoid as much of the trial, you know, errors while you're going through it. But um, but I mean but yeah, there's just this hunger that comes out of it that whenever you wake up and stuff, you're always thinking about this idea. But yet yep. you you got to figure out how to make it happen. And so I mean, and that's and that's with almost anything with a band with you know um, you know if a person wants to be a choreographer, if they want to be a, a dancer, it's kind of that know. that line between having an idea and having a vision. 
like it, that's I mean that's vernacular it's semantics but it, it really is a difference like um, like an idea ideas come pop in and pop out you know it's like riffs on a guitar I can play a thousand riffs but until someone says oh no 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 that right there cut that develop that and it becomes a song and you're like okay that that's the difference that's uh-huh. the difference in in seeing a product out of something versus just an idea that pops in the trick is to capture those ideas when they're popping uh-huh. <laughs> that's the hard yeah part. and some people carry notebooks <laughs> some people you know like put stuff in their phone i like my brain is it's kind of hard for me i've never been able to do any of that stuff i'm like, not right stuff i'm going like you know me and you have talked me and you are are kind of opposite <clears throat> on the on the adhd uh output i don't really have the hd um part my thoughts will go so hard in my head that I literally I'll freeze. Like no, it's just it's too much. Right. I, I'm just, no talking. I'm not looking. Frozen. And it's like it's a lot of creative people I've noticed are are the opposite of that. They're it's more of a stream of consciousness kind of thing. The ideas are coming and they're going to tell you. And if you're not there to say whoa 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 whoa, it's gone. And it could have been a million dollar idea, but mm-hmm. if it's not. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> There's a million more coming. And it's it, it's like I, I seriously hate my brain sometimes. Oh, yeah. Of that. It's 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 uh a lot of sleepless nights, people. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, and then and then I do my art stuff, which I you know, like that's kind of just relaxation. Does that really shut it up for you though? Because I play guitar for the same reasons and really it not always. It's almost like a half and half kind of thing. Yeah, I mean I'll end up like watching <laughs> It's kind of funny. Like, uh, if I um, go on the TV, then I'll put on like either comedy music, like these funny little videos and stuff on YouTube, or I put on like another podcast. Yeah, like like you know Lex Friedman, like a couple other oh, ones that, that are really yeah. interesting. Check him podcast. out. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and so I, I'll put something like that on 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 the TV, or or I'll uh, I'll put on um, what do you call it? God dang it! Losing my train of thought. Uh, it wouldn't happen to be this fantastic marijuana, would it? No, I mean it. It, it does things. You know, it, uh, <laughs> stuff happens, guys. Stuff happens. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean it's just it's just like uh, it, it shuts it up. But I'll I'll watch poor videos on YouTube. Mm. So I'll literally watch other people do different techniques and stuff and some things that I'm still learning. So I'll just like oh just relax watching that you know one thing uh, if it's youtube that shuts my mind up it's either music and um if i'm in a relaxing mood it's not music that any of y'all would ever expect to hear out of me um mostly like old shit from like the 60s soul and shit but when it comes to like podcasts if i'm seeking out other podcasts there's a line it's a very very blurry line for me because i love those deep Lex Friedman, those very, very intelligent, you know, what is this? What is the nature of reality type conversations? However, those can very, very easily give you an existential crisis in about 30 seconds or less because they start talking about some issues and you're like, oh, fuck. Now none of this is real and uh, we're all going to die. Oh, this is fantastic. I started watching <laughs> this because I had anxiety and now <laughs> I have more anxiety. <laughs> Sometimes you just I, I thought it. they were just building a hotel in space. I found out they were actually building Elysium, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn win. it. If the game is to lose, I could not win. Well, hey, man, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, 
I like that where I'm at right now, the ideas are coming and I, and I think, um, uh, between, between more bands and 13th step. And then this connection with the local earshot between those two entities and the artists at hand, I don't, I don't know where the rubber meets the road on this thing yet, but I, I, I'm, I'm very, very, I have a good feeling that we're, we're on a track of something. Cause I'm seeing it, you know. Yeah, when I'm out, I'm <clears> I mean, it. I'm, I, it's 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 been a slow roll, but it's we've we haven't taken any steps backwards. Like it's been a steady roll up, mm-hmm. steady roll forward, and that's that's really all you can ask for <clears throat> when you're talking small businesses or local business. And we are local. We're right here in Oklahoma, right in the fucking middle, <clears throat> but <laughs> <I'm> tornado alley. <laughs> <laughs> uh. As far as anything else goes, I mean, uh, anybody out there seen a show lately? There's tons of shows. We went out to um, Blue Note last night. Um, man, that place is nice. It is. They've really. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought I would. I would have like the punk rock ethos response of like, oh, it's not like it used to be, but it actually is. I think they've maintained enough of what it used to be, and then added some nice booths and whatnot and it's it's a nice place i liked it yeah i actually thought the uh the flyer thing inside the bathrooms of all places <laughs> the one the bathrooms outside uh that if you've ever been to the blue note before it got taken over by uh chris simon uh it okay so um it looked like the drywall was like pulled up inside the bathroom because somebody kicked it and like destroyed all the drywall inside probably the wall. someone named kyle Probably, and I mean, just you know, and and there was monsters found all over the floor, <laughs> and laying outside of the bathroom. It, it was nuts, man. But like, yeah, the bathrooms were destroyed, and so, uh, and then the uh, the men's room had a, like a trough, right? The old the yeah. horse troughs, or as we call them, the the state fair bathrooms. Um, and then and then uh, and then the uh, the other bathrooms, like it, it was just it was a lot lot nicer. Like it's a lot nicer. It's not right nicer. There. Yeah. You know, and I and I think I think we are we're all gotten into those ages where it's like I think we deserve to have nice things. I mean, you know, let's but, have a toilet. You know. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, the hole in the floor. I guess when you're 17 is just like oh whatever. But I'm not 17 anymore. I like to have a toilet. It's not really too much to ask for. No, I don't know. No, Reggie don't so. Reggie would be giving me all kinds of shitty looks right now because he's punk rock till the day he dies. <laughs> but. When I went to the Diamond as a as like a teenager or whatever, you, it was there was really limited shows. This was the early two thousands, even. I mean, I guess it's a long time ago now, but it didn't seem like it at the time. Uh, it was you had punk rock, and for some reason you had David Allen Coe. Like he would come in between blocks of punk rock, and it was just this weird. I don't know. The Diamond had a weird rotation, uh-huh. and it, it was it was kind of a hole. I mean, really. And then here, I guess it's been about 10 years now, huh? Oh, well, when it started to kind of change. And where it's at now, it's like, shit, this is actually a, this is a nice place. It's a nice venue. Nice venue. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're starting to get the, attract the acts to uh, the more uh, higher or high mid-rung bands that they can come through and headline and they can pick up some money on their way while still doing like their festivals and all that kind of stuff. So... It's really cool, man. I, and I think with with things finally being on the backside of COVID, it it it's super weird. I'll just admit it too for me. And I, I've never been a, a socially gracious person. I'm 
always nervous and stuff and got my guard up big time in public. But um, last night actually felt more normal, I think, probably since COVID ever, at least since it started to kind of roll in, it kind of come to an end. Um, it seemed like people were um, just having a good time. There wasn't a lot of like, I guess you'd say angry, drunk type behavior like aggressive looking yeah like you can kind of feel the air change sometimes and i didn't think any of that last night i think people were just like thank fucking god we're able to get out and have something time, to do yeah. for once you know and we saw lunar division shout out to those guys um i'd seen them on our on our uh, instagram and stuff and we i don't know if i've talked to them about being on the show but i know we've interacted uh, on the on the socials so uh, they did good, man. I mean, they just got up there and jammed. Uh, I guess they did probably about a half hour, 45 minutes. And then uh, Elizabeth Turner, that's our girl. She got up there and uh, she did her thing. And uh, I, I don't have the rest of the band written down. Um, but, hey, yeah. Elizabeth Turner premiere, kick-ass yeah, job. I, uh, I, I was telling uh, my buddy Chad from Soul Crisis um, and uh, Hollis Band, I was telling him, I was like, you know, if you've seen her at a bigger venue, then you kind of lost out by watching that smaller venue show because they, like that venue does not do that woman justice for, you know, the size. She, but she, has she, a she has a lot of range. Show, yeah. She has a show show. Like she, she does costume changes. Uh, there's constantly an artist on the stage singing like and doing, uh, doing stuff. They have different themes for their premiere. So every single season it changes. Yeah. They, they, the new songs, new ideas. So. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, as as far as um, trying to bring that to a stage that's in a, a smaller place is difficult, but at the same time, uh, a, a lot of times like that's where the the raw talent shows through, and um, they had to strip it back. I mean, we've seen them at the Bell yeah. Isle where she brings out all the all the mm-hmm. lights and all that stuff, and it's like last night they couldn't really squeeze all that in, but she still got up there and crushed it. Yeah, so, no, she's yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, she's amazing in like all her like venue, you know, yeah, environment. So. so yeah, shout out to the premiere. They they killed it, and if you guys get a chance to to see her at her next gig, uh, definitely make the trip. Uh, the Velvet Jays, I didn't get to see. I had to head home. Uh, did you get uh, any report yeah. on them? Yeah, I um, actually, um, the uh, singer, this long-haired dude, uh, kind of looks like uh, Jesus or uh, Jared Leto. Uh, oh, that's the guy that was sitting in front of us. Yeah, oh, yeah, God yeah. He's it. the singer of the of the Velvet Jays. Um, I actually met him in a in a bar among friends like one night, um, and uh, we were having all sorts of crazy conversations about like political <laughs> stuff that probably should never be talked about anywhere oh, else. Uh, after, but, but after the fallout, from yeah, this but week, but I and mean, and he's yeah. you know and he's cool, but uh, but I mean yeah, he's he's fun, but uh, but he gets up there and he just sings and, and stuff, and they just they, they do their thing. Uh, but I mean, yeah, you can probably look their, you know, their stuff up on uh, Spotify. I think they had some music and stuff. I've I've heard of them and I've seen their name on billing, but I know I I know I I pushed out and I'll admit it to them if they call me out on it. I you know I got dad issues, so you know it is what it is. Um, well, so what do we got coming up? Oh, shout out to Shelly Logan. Yeah. Thirty dollars. Yeah. So if uh anyone's asking, you know, we we run on the value for value system. So uh Shelly Logan uh gave us um thirty dollars 
and that makes her an Ellie Rocker Woo-hoo! because there's more than 20. Um, and then if she gives more um, into uh, the the podcast, then uh, she to a hundred. Uh, once she hits that threshold, then she would actually become a Ellie rock star. So like it's uh, just a different little way of just looking at it. You know, you have a title, so, yeah, of what level that you are of the show. So well, we appreciate um, it. Um, and I mean, like Jonathan said, our, our value for value. We'll go over that again here shortly. Um, <clears throat> Guys, the the whole show runs on donations currently. Um, we're two guys that are trying to start our own businesses independently, and so it's we're just trying to do this thing. So everything you guys put into the show absolutely helps, and it in a lot of cases it actually helps get people on to the show because <laughs> I don't know if y'all have noticed or not, but gas is expensive, and you know a lot of times this can help get our guests and help even Jonathan down here to do the show. Right. So <laughs> seriously, your donations make a, all the difference. It's a massive difference, uh, in, in the content we're able to bring you. So we really, really appreciate that. So thank you very much, Shelly Logan. Um, <clears throat> I guess we kind of, kind of start wrapping her up here. I, uh, we got Sisteria. They dropped a new single hunger this week. Um, you can check out our episode with them. Uh, it is out now. Next up, uh, we have Bradley Henderson from Like Before, which will actually be out before this. But coming up after this, we got Skyler Tudor. He's going to come back on, our local gearhead, resident, fucking tone hound, guitar freak. Um, he's had a lot of pretty cool projects come up this summer, man. Uh, I don't know if the local earshot is helping him get those projects, uh, he's such a good guitar player. He pretty much stands on his own merit. I yeah, think, in that yeah. Field, I mean, he so. <laughs> he does really well at Instagram. Yeah, like, he's, uh, he's he's in that very game, active man. on there. He, for... He's playing the game, and I'm actually kind of curious to pick his brain about it because uh, he's had a lot of opportunities with the uh, um, the amp modeling. Uh, God damn it, Spark Spark mm-hmm. amps. Yeah, he's had some uh, stuff with them and some of our local pedal manufacturers. Which one of the reasons I'm not so keen on getting into the boutique. Uh, pedal making field with 13th step is because we have walrus keely and old blood noise right here in oklahoma and those are three of the if not the top three in the industry so yeah. uh <clears throat> I, yeah yeah uh, you know sometimes you just got to pick your fights right. you know? <laughs> <laughs> like i can't make pedals i cannot compete hell yeah no i can't and i mean i love the guy's work i'd love to have him on but uh, it's hard to get a hold of a lot of those guys. Um, week after, we have a guy named Levi Barton. He's a singer-songwriter. He reached out to me through you. Mm-hmm. I guess he talked to you at a, at a gig or something, and he's like, I don't have anything recorded, but he's like, I can bring my guitar on and play. Like, Yeah, if, right. you're, uh, if you're not doing anything on Tuesday nights, um, they do an open mic at uh, Kindle's. Uh, and so that's ran by uh, Nikki Jackson. Kindle's Cody. OKC, not Kindle's Noble. Yeah, Kindles okay. OKC. OKC. Yeah. Oh. Uh and um yeah. It, what do you call it? Um it's uh Nick and Cody. Uh yeah. yeah, yeah, Nicky and Cody. Yep. Uh Cody Tucker and Nicky Jackson. Oh, okay, so he's um, kinda with that crowd. Yeah, oh, and cool. so yeah, they do the open mics there. Um sometimes you'll see like um was it uh you know, Megan Marlene will go up, come out and play. Scott um, he's kind of with them sometimes. Yeah. So I mean there's a lot of uh there's a lot of different uh, singers and bands that actually come and play. Um, those open mics just because they want to play in a bar, and uh, and so I mean I have no, no no qualms about that. I'm okay with you know if a band is a little bigger wants to come play, 
Hey, let him come play. Let your freak flag you know? fly, brother. That's and it's really cool because you see a lot of those jams, you know, like sessions among different artists together whenever they do that kind of stuff, yeah. too. So you pick a cover yeah. and they all kind of attack it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's always fun to watch. I mean, well, that'll be fun, man. I, I Like I said, I, I, I'm not going to reach out to him for any info until the week he's going to be on because uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Those, those types are kind of fun because um, I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting when someone says, I don't have anything recorded, but I'll bring my guitar and play it for you. So it's like, all right, game on. Let's do this shit. Yeah, I mean, that's what he, well, and that's what he was doing at the open mic. Like, uh, that he, he plays acoustic guitar. And, and I mean, I was like, and he goes, he goes, wait, so I can come and record? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, we'll just, we'll like mic up the, the acoustic if that's what you want to do. And you can play. And he's like, I'm down with that. Come like, on. You know, yeah, let's I was like, do right, this. Let's do it then. You know? Well, uh, after that, we're going to take a week off at the local earshot. Um, yeah, um, we're going to hey, take we, a week off. We decided that we needed a vacation. Yeah, we're going to take a week <laughs> off. And uh, after that, I haven't really looked at the schedule. I know I got a couple on there, but uh, yeah, we'll be back with with uh, what we're doing. So I guess that kind of wraps it up for me, man. Guys, I'm sorry. Um, I can't really... Uh, control other people's decisions or lack of communication um but uh yeah that that just is what it is i guess so i uh, hope you guys be safe and uh with the holidays coming up uh just tell everybody you love them don't be an asshole just be good <laughs> all right be excellent to each other all right jonathan take us to the house all right uh the local earshot podcast we run on the three tenants it's time talent and treasure uh so the first um t is time whenever people listen to the show or share the show or tell people about the show you know that's uh that's them giving their time up to um you know for us to uh, expand our reach and uh and so as that grows then that that you know helps more people get into the music industry and actually out into the venues and going back to shows and everything the uh second t is talent so uh, pretty much our second uh, T is one of the most important because to us, um, you know, and that's because our show, we, we interview guests in the local music industry. So if you work inside the industry, then, um, you can hit me up at john at the local com or Brad on our Instagram. It's the local earshot. Uh, and we can get you set up for interview. Um, and, and that's anybody that works in the music industry. So. Uh, and then as for treasure, if you want to donate to the podcast, you can go over to localearshot.com and there'll be a tab that says donate when you click it. Um, there's many different options. We take PayPal, crypto, um, cash app, Venmo. Uh, Venmo has been kind of the more popular one that we've been getting so, uh, that people transfer money through. So I guess that that's a pretty good one. Uh, another thing that I'm, I'm about to do, I think the next, the next time I list a show, like, uh, I, this time I put the localearshot.com as the click button. Uh, but I want them to get to actually listen to the episode, like to get to that link. So, um, so I think that my podcast app of choice is Fountain, and Fountain has a feature they have this thing called Sats. Now, Sats are like little bits of Bitcoin. So, it, so what happens is is that you can put money into this. You can buy Bitcoin through it. You know, you know, like uh, buy Sats. And then you can give them to podcasts. The cool thing is, is that they are doing a thing right now to build their network to make it more value for value from their, their side too, that they are paying their users to, um, sats to use their app by listening to podcasts. Hmm. So just by going on there and giving your time and listening through the fountain app, 
you'll be given little bits of Bitcoin hmm. and you can give them to us or other podcasts that you find on there that you like. And so it, it kind of creates this system of like uh, your time is money, you mm-hmm. know, like in, in that idea in crypto world. So um, so it's just something that they're working on. But Fountain, uh, definitely, a, it's an awesome, it's an awesome podcast app. So, uh, and it's all part podcast 2.0. So I mean, well, there you go, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for donating. Um, it, it, it helps us out. I mean, it, it, you know, we're just trying to start a business like everybody else. So um, every little bit helps. I appreciate you guys listening. And um, I don't know, you about ready to get out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here. All right, let's go smoke this bowl. All right. You are